Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Continuing our study on the seven spirits of God, we're going to move up the list today to the spirit of knowledge. In the book of Revelations, the church that was correlated to this spirit in our study with the seven churches, we move up to the next church that was mentioned in Revelations chapter 3 verse 7. And we read, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man can shut, and shuts, and no man can open. Of course, again, a description of Jesus. He says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them that are of the synagogue of Satan, which say that they are Jews, yet are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and to worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because that thou hast kept the word of my patience, therefore will I also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast. Endure that no man take thy crown, because that he that overcomes will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord saith unto the churches. In this passage, Jesus was commending a church that actually got it right. They walked in discernment. They discerned between the counterfeit and the real. There were those who were claiming to be Jews or descendants of Abraham, those who were claiming to be grafted into the branch of Jesse through the blood of Jesus. They were claiming these things, professing the name, but they really weren't of the household of faith. There was a deception in the land, but they held fast the words of Jesus. And it gave them discernment. And because of this, Jesus says that if they continue to hold on to the things that they have heard from him, then they will be preserved from the hour of temptation that will come upon all the earth. The Bible talks about a great deception that is coming in the last days and that many men will be deceived and that if it were possible, even the elect themselves might be deceived. But Jesus gives us the answer of how to overcome and protect yourself against this great deception, just as these in this church in the book of Revelations had done by through the power of the Holy Spirit walking and the doctrine of Jesus obtaining the spirit of understanding, which by literal translation literally means discernment. When a baby is born, The first sense that they have to lean upon is their hearing. Their eyes have been opened, but they can't quite see clearly yet. So before they can really see and understand what they are seeing, they first start listening and learn to discern the voices around them. 
even in the womb, before they fully come forth in the birthing, does this already start to come to be in some degree. They don't know exactly what's being said, of course, but the first and most important thing for a baby to learn is the difference between their parent's voice and that of a stranger. In the New Testament, it says that those who are washed and redeemed by the blood of Jesus become kings and priests in his kingdom. And one of the main functions of a priest, according to scripture, is to teach the people to discern between the clean and the unclean, the holy and the profane, the voice of God and that of the adversary. This is where the concept of godparents originally came in. In the early church, when a person was born again, they were a babe in Christ, according to scripture. And they didn't have much discernment, so there would be a godparent assigned to them, someone in the church who would disciple them, who would help them to learn, to read the scriptures with them, that they might begin to know the difference between the voice of their heavenly father and the voice of the enemy. They've been brought into this vast world of spirituality. And God warns us that there are many spirits that have gone out into the world. Therefore, must we test the spirits to make sure that they are of God? But how do you test the spirits? You do what this church in the book of Revelations did. You stand on the word of God and test everything else against it. The Bible says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword dividing between the soul and the spirit and is a discerner of the hearts and intents of man. There is a gift of discernment and I advise that every person of faith seek the Lord and ask him for it. But even without that gifting, there is a great deal of discernment to be obtained by simply knowing the scripture. Because if you know the word of God, then you'll know the God of the word and the voice of any other that does not line up with its character, you will not follow. John chapter 10 verse 1 tells us this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not in by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter, or the door, openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger will they not follow, but they will flee from him, for they know not the voice of the stranger. The image that is being painted here is that of a Middle Eastern shepherd. There were times when they would stable the flocks, especially at night when things were dangerous. There would be a fencing or a corral for the flock to rest in, and there would be one door, one opening. And the shepherd himself, with his rod, would lay in it, and he would stretch his rod across it, so that nothing could come in to the sheepfold except through him. If anything climbed up over the fence from any other way, then you knew it was a thief and a robber. Don't trust it. So my friend, if salvation or anything of spirituality comes to you through any other means than through Jesus, his blood, his name, his sacrifice, his teachings, through faith and belief and trust in him and him only, then it's the enemy. But how do you know that? Without discernment, you get to know him. Through knowing his word. So for the new believer, the most important thing to cultivate in them first is to know who God really is through knowing him in 
the word. It really doesn't even matter if you don't fully understand it. Just get to know it. And you'll learn to discern between him and the voice of the stranger. I always advise new Christians to read only the Bible for the first three years of their salvation, not to read any commentary, any books. Don't go to YouTube. Don't go to the internet. Don't research things. Just get on your knees and say, God, you teach me. I want to know of you. That's what Paul himself did. He had his road to Damascus experience and then he went and locked himself away for three years with the scriptures and was taught personally by the Holy Spirit. And many like to say how the early church had no Bible, and that's true. But the reality is, is that they did. They had the Old Testament, and the New Testament is just the explanations of the Old. They had the Old, and they saw how Jesus fulfilled it. God's character doesn't change. So when they saw all of the ways that Jesus was the manifestation of the words that had been spoken by God throughout the ages, it gave them a firm foundation of faith and discernment because many other spirits had gone out in the earth. There were even those claiming the name of Jesus. That's why Paul warned us that you might very easily be led away, beguiled and seduced like Eve was in the garden to listen to the voice of another. He even called it another Jesus. Young believer, don't go out seeking after titles, positions, giftings, and spirits. Get in your prayer closet have patience, sit down, open the Bible, and read it. Doesn't even have to be deep theological understandings. Just read the teachings of Jesus, open the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, any of them, all of them. Just read what Jesus said. He's the greatest teacher that the world ever knew. He came and paid a very high price to bring these truths to you. Learn of him. And when something else starts speaking... And trying to lead you contradictorily to his teachings, you'll know it's not him and you'll flee from it. And for the minister of the Lord, the disciple or the godparent or the physical parents, teach your children to love God's word, to read the gospels, and to spend time in God's presence. Teach them to be taught personally by him, to not just be read to, but to read it with him. Don't make them dependent on you or you handicap and endanger them. Teach them to hear and depend on him and you will equip them. The Church of Philadelphia knew the counterfeits because they knew God's word and stood on it. Therefore, did they have discernment? My friend, it's not wise to encourage baby Christians to seek to hear from God directly in the rhema until they first know what he said in his word in the logo so that they can discern if what they are hearing is coming from him or another spirit. And I warn you of this, brother, sister, leader in the charismatic churches, don't let people give prophetic words to your people who don't know his written word. They don't know what they heard or where it came from. Paul warns not to let a novice lead lest they be deceived by the enemy. I'm sorry, it's not mean. It's wisdom and maturity. First John chapter 4, verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits to see whether they are of God, because that many false prophets are gone out into the world. 
verse 6 tells us this, that we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God does not hear us. Hereby do we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. My friend, there is a spirit of truth that is the Holy Spirit. He comes to reveal all truth to you, but there is also a spirit of error, and the young one doesn't know yet which one they are hearing from. John chapter 16 verse 13 says this, How be it, when the Spirit, the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of me, and shall show it unto you. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, will never speak of itself. It won't preach itself. It won't seek glory. It will speak of Jesus and reflect all glory to him and him only. But you won't learn of the humility of the character of our God in the world because they don't reflect it. The majority are following the spirit of error because they haven't taken the time to get in the word and learn his real character. Minister, teach them to ask for the Holy Spirit to teach them. My dad always preached that he believed the greatest gift we could ever receive was the gift of discernment. And today I agree with him and I implore you that it is so desperately needed in this generation. My friend, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. But don't be lazy. Stop running around and trying to be seen. Get in the quiet. Get down on your knees, open the Bible, and read of him. Read his teachings. Ask him, Jesus, reveal yourself to me. You see, it is my believing that these seven spirits of God that are all encompassed in the fullness of the Holy Spirit are imparted to us through the preaching of the different areas of the doctrine of Jesus. And this gift of discernment, this spirit of knowledge comes by way of encouraging them to read the word. It's the first thing that a person should do once they are saved. Praise God for the fear of God that brought them to the place where they realized they needed redemption from eternal judgment and damnation. But the next thing that comes after that is to learn of Jesus. Preach to them the teachings of Jesus out of the Gospels. Keep it simple. Let them get to know him and his teachings before you bring them out on missions where they will encounter all manner of counterfeit spirits that offer shortcuts like Satan did to Jesus in the wilderness. Teach them to read the Bible and to sit with God personally in prayer and worship and just get to know him and his voice so that they don't follow every other one that arises. They don't even have to always understand what he's saying. They just have to learn to recognize his presence. My friend, I can tell you this, that I had a great foundation of biblical faith and scripture before I ever stepped out into any manner of ministry or gifting. Yes, God will use you in the small things, in the unseen, because he will train you to have faith in him. But he won't call you to lead men if you don't even know how to follow him. Stop looking for position and find your place of submission. He himself will position you when the time is right. You won't have to fight for it, for that battle belongs to the Lord. You just build that firm foundation, getting to know him through his word. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. 
To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.